when I was done with football, it wasn't so much of like, well, dang, what should I do? It's like, where should I start first? What's up, tribe? Welcome back to the podcast that brings you closer to the world's biggest risk takers and enemies of the status quo. This podcast is for folks out there who want to take the plunge in life, but need a little nudge. Today, we have Amin Bahari and Tim Cole, two entrepreneurs who were former athletes at the University of Texas and now work as co-founders of Elite Suites. Hey, Elite Suites is a healthy alternative to the conventional high-fat, sugary donut that your podcast host, Darren Roberts, eats every single Saturday. These guys have designed a high-protein, healthy donut that is taking the world by storm. Why did I bring them to the tribe? In my book, I talk about pivot points, and these two guys personify what it means to hustle. Let's welcome to the tribe, Amin and Tim. All right, Amin, Tim, welcome to the tribe. How are we doing? Doing well, doing well. Thanks for having us. All right, now, this is a new thing for the tribe. This is the first time we've had more than one guest on at the same time, so I'm liking it. Same question for both of you. So if I yanked you out of your class back in the 11th grade and asked you, what do you want to be when you grow up? We'll start with you first, Tim. What would the answer have been? 11th grade, Tim, he would have told you you wanted to be in front of the camera doing commercials. Huh. Doing commercials. Exactly, yes. Do you Kinda remember looked, some of those old school commercials you saw that were like, hey, that's 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 where I want to be? Man, just watching those NFL films, not NFL films, like the NFL uh, commercials where all the uh, players would do like the crazy like tricks and things of that yeah. nature, like catching the ball through like walls, stuff like that, and just funny taglines. I would always like, man, I want to be in front of the camera doing stuff, stuff like that. Nice. So that's where I started and, you know, kind of different. Now I'm, I'm kind of more doing advertising and, you know, my master's, so I'm kind of behind the scenes. So it's just crazy how things... Go full circle for you. Yeah. I mean, what would the answer been, man? 11th grade, I mean, he would have told you football coach. Uh, I always had a passion for football. Uh, and I, I, being a leader is something that comes natural. So I think just being a football coach and uh, helping my team win, probably NFL coach if, if you had the, if you asked me then. Hmm. Um, just because I, I always loved football. I loved watching Peyton Manning growing up. And I was like, man, it, it would just be a great opportunity to be to coach someone like him and coach the greats. So, Probably a football coach. All right, so you saw yourself on the sidelines, and, and both of you end up coming to the University of Texas. And tell us about how you got here. Like, what was the decision-making process like and why you chose Texas? For me, uh, I always, I guess I always figured, you know, Texas was the you know, top school in, in just anything, any conversations come with sports, you know, academics. But being from a small town like Brenham, you know, you're stuck between, you know, College Station you know, in Austin, so there's, you know, A&M, Texas. So, so for you folks, so we got folks in Japan listening. So for you folks, so Brenham makes Bluebell ice cream. Yes. So I know a lot of people are like, oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah, yeah you know, Brenham's a small town, so it's it's right smack dab in between Austin, College Station, and Houston. So mm. a lot of the, you know, fans and a lot of the, the citizens of my town, they, they attended UT or attended uh, A&M. So I was kind of cut in between a whirlwind, right, to be honest. Everyone's right. expecting, you know, hey, guys, you want to go here? And to be honest with you, I didn't want to go to either of those school, schools at first because I was getting recruited by other schools outside of, you know, throughout all of college football. So you can kind of see that from my perspective. I had no clue what I wanted to do, and I was just kind of hmm. like, let me 
see and just kind of visit all these schools. And it was new for me and my family just because my mom never had any, you know, any of her kids like had, you know, scholarship. My dad played football when he was older, but he didn't, you know, he didn't get a scholarship. So I was just like essentially looking at, you know, Florida, you know, OU and USC. And then my mom was just convinced. She was like, hey, um, take a look at Texas, you know. Stay close. Hint, hint, stay close. Exactly. And I didn't kind of, it didn't, it didn't pop in my head like what she was like trying to put me on game for. So I was like, hey, mom, I'll take a visit for, you know, just, you know, you know, you want to please your mom, I guess. So I took the first visit and I was trying to kind of be a resistant and act like I didn't like it at first. But just every little thing about the school as far as like just from the resources and from like, you know, the football, they already, you know, they get the top of the top. So I was just like, I was telling, oh, look, mom, the facilities are great. She's like, no, but look about these resources. Look at the education. I was like, oh, yeah, whatever, mom. But as I started taking more and more visits, I started, it started to grow on me. And I was like, I think this is the place I need to be. And so uh, I committed and, you know, signed my letter of intent to come here. And it, I've nice. been blessed and I think it's been a blessing in disguise, to be honest, because now, you know, looking back on it, all the things that, you know, embodies UT, and especially like the the city, you know, being mm-hmm. the number one city in, in the country, I feel like that is, you know, you know, a testament. I want to thank my mom for that. It kind of put me on game and kind of educate me. You hear that, that mom? Aspect. He just wants to thank you, Tim. Just wants to show you a little love for bringing <laughs> UT to him. How about you, Amin? So for me, uh, I actually I didn't qualify for UT coming out of uh, high school. So I'm, I grew up in Pflugerville, so just north of here, not too far. Um, I actually went to Texas State my first semester out of high school. Uh, that's where my parents went, so I figured that's where I'd go. Um, my brother, he actually he he went to ACC coming out of high school. So that we're tw- we're twins. So just for everyone listening, I have a twin brother, Amir. Um, so we this was our first time apart from each other, and we would always communicate, talk, text. And uh, one day he told me, he's like, I'm going to UT uh, while I was at Tech State. And I was thinking, I was like, you at UT? I was like, there, there's no way you're going to UT. And he was like, no, I'm serious. I'm, I'm getting my grades up. He's like, this is the turning point for me. And he's like, I'm going to UT. So I, being competitive, naturally being competitive, and uh, especially with your twin brother, I was like, well, if he can go to UT, I was like, I can go to UT. <laughs> So uh, actually, I left Texas State after my first semester, and I went to ACC because I figured might as well come home, uh, save some money, and focus on my academics. So I I got my grades up, and I actually was able to transfer to UT. So um, that's how my brother and I got to UT. So that Mm -hmm. was actually my journey. I I didn't originally qualify, but um, I ended up making it here, and it's been a great opportunity for me. I actually wanted to come here for the business school because it is a top ranked business school. But uh, looking at all the prereqs and stuff, it was just uh, it was really a process and it was going to take too long to get in and graduate. So I kind of I always had a passion for sports and uh, business. So I kind of put it all, all together and majored in sports management. So that's kind of how I got there. Um, just best of both worlds, the business aspect and the sports aspect. So. Now, speaking of business, uh, this is where we're going to go to the business because you guys have been working on a, on a major initiative in a business and gaining some traction and people are going to love this. Now, personally, I am um, a fan of donuts. Take my kids to a different donut shop every Saturday. We call it the Donut Council. My mom does embroidery in her retirement life. So we've got T-shirts and all this good stuff. So donuts are, are very near and dear to my heart. Talk to us about how you guys came about, you know, sort of found this concept of protein donuts. So first off, uh, our company is called Elite Sweets for everyone listening. Um, so with protein donuts, 
like typically throughout our day, we were eating uh, protein brownies, cookies, and all these other uh, protein products that were in the uh, weight room for us in the UT strength weight room. We we kind of always had a love for sweets. We I mean, we all have a sweet tooth. So uh, we were basically hanging out one day uh, thinking, what, what are we going to do next? Because it was the last semester of school. We were figuring are we going to get it? Where are we going to get a job? Are we going to get a job? And what year is it? Take us back to what time is this? What so this year? is about six months ago. I just graduated in May. So um, it was literally just my last semester right before finals. We were kind of figuring out what it is we wanted to do. So we were hanging out and we were eating donuts like we always did. It was a late night and that was just one of the few options available is just donuts because they were open 24-7. So we're eating donuts and we're like, man, we eat a lot of these things. So like, like what if they were just healthy or if there's a protein packed donut and so we we looked into it we began to do a little bit of research and tried to find a protein packed donut and there was really nothing around us nothing in the austin area i mean the closest thing was in california everything's just all online so um we looked into we ordered it and we were like man this 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 is not good this is not any good it was disappointing so we figured might as well try it ourselves so we just got in the kitchen and who can cook i mean so that's and we'll be clear there are two other members of the team not here all right caleb and amir so they're not here but talk us through okay who's in the kitchen who looks up on youtube how to make a donut who messes it up like how does that go down that would be our mastermind, Amir Bahar, honestly. <laughs> he was in the kitchen in the beginning process, you know, going from, you know, trial after trial, trying to work on this consistency of the donuts. And trust me, he would always, they would bring the donuts and I would go over to their house and try those. I'm like, man, they don't look good at all. But, you know, I'm going to be a supportive friend. <laughs> How many and rounds to... do you think y'all went through of just bad donuts? Man, I could Probably see. about three weeks to a month yeah. of just straight so trial like 10, and error. 20? Yeah, oh, about yeah. 10, 20. Mm-hmm. We were just going every 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 week with something new, trying new new batch, new consistency. And I was like, okay, it's starting to get a little bit better. So I knew we we were really it was serious at that point. Now, are you are you guys like taking down the ingredients and say, okay, we're close on this one. Now let me tweak this or that. Yes. Yeah, so we we kind of. Uh, we consulted with a lot of people. We contacted nutritionists, pastry chefs, uh, bakers, we even people on the uh, on the strength staff and the nutritionists around us. We just we we try to utilize all the resources around us. Uh, try to figure out what makes it last longer, what makes it taste like this, what kind of gives it takes away from the protein taste, so you still enjoy the donut. So we were consulting with a lot of different people and finally uh, just figuring out what it was that uh, we needed. So for me, for instance, uh, diabetes runs in my family. So Mm. uh, we kind of wanted to go with a low sugar donut. So that way we could accommodate those who are diabetic. So uh, we were looking into sweeteners. Instead of using traditional sugar, we use uh, stevia. So it's a natural sweetener. And then we were looking um, at ways to make it better. Particularly here in the Austin area, we see this trend of health consciousness. And so we figured let's make it gluten-free to accommodate those who haven't had donuts in years or those who uh, just can't have the gluten. So hmm. we, we looked into different types of flours and different bases. And finally, um, we were able to get a pretty good donut. So uh, once we finally got that, we took it to the stores and tried to sell it. I mean, we All right, hold out. on. There's a lot of different steps. You don't just take a donut out of the kitchen and be like, hey, <laughs> walk down to the convenience store. Like, hey, we all carry these donuts, right? So, like, you get it to where you want it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you just literally make a batch and go down to the convenience store? Are y'all packaging it up? Or what were the flavors? Talk a little bit about like the specifics behind um, what that first, you know, kind of batch you wanted to sell looked like. Uh, essentially, you know, Amin 
in a mirror. They they're from Pflugerville, Texas, so they kind of knew a couple friends who worked at a couple gyms. Oh. So basically, you know, he was like, "Hey, can I could I could I demo for you guys at your gym?" He's like, "Sure, go ahead." And so it started like that. Uh, the gym is called Defiant CrossFit out there in Pflugerville, Texas. They gave <laughs> us a chance. We would always go up there and kind of demo to the you know the trainers and the people who went up there and exercised there. So it started like that. So when you say demo, you got a table, you got some donuts. Mm-hmm. You're like. What does a little, you know, a little flyer say? These donuts are high in protein. Like, what's the pitch you're making? Yeah, so we just uh, basically it's just a healthier alternative to a conventional donut. So mm. low sugar, low uh, low fat, high protein, and gluten free. And everyone loves the gluten free aspect of it. So we originally started uh, with one donut. It was just the chocolate donut. It was, or it was a regular vanilla donut with the chocolate glaze, is what it was. So we had one flavor starting out. Uh, well, basically, while Amir was doing all the uh, work in the kitchen making the donut we were doing all the business we were looking at all the business ac- uh, aspects of it so the packaging how we were going to deliver it everything trying to make flyers so uh tim's uh, um he's working with the creative uh, directors uh, uh, with ut football so he's learning a little bit about how to do graphic design and stuff like that so we're just we're taking every all aspects of it and uh trying to figure out how it is we're going to pitch this and how we're going to sell it to people so you're really bringing in resources mm-hmm. i mean from you're leveraging your entire network on areas like marketing, graphic design, what else? A little bit of finance. Yes. Everything. Yeah. Anything that we've, you know, picked up throughout UT through mentors, you know, professors, um, whether it's, you know, coaches, we've, you know, kind of those things that, you know, stuck in our head. It was like, hey, man, you've always got to, you know, use your resources and know how to, you know, talk to people and network. So essentially that's what we, you know, we took that to heart and kind of it's been helping us throughout this whole business aspect of of our company. Yeah, I just want to stick a pin in this concept. So for people in the tribe out there, you really think about what you're hearing. You're hearing four guys say, okay, there are certain things that we don't know in terms of starting this business concept. Let's really tap our network. And what I'm also hearing is y'all weren't afraid to ask people. So I think that's one thing that gets people sort of keep some in the status quo because oh i don't want to ask i don't want to inconvenience them i don't want to get a no it sounded like y'all were ahead you know what we need help (laughs) we need help who who can give it to us am i right yes absolutely yeah we we just figured while we're young we might as well take the risk now uh how old are you guys so i'm 22 i'm 23 now think about this right 22 and 23 five years ago if i walked up to you tim and say hey you're walking around the halls of brenham hi hey you're gonna start a donut company Man, I thought you were playing. With me. <laughs> like, I was like, what? what? You're like, what, what about you and me? I would have laughed at you. <laughs> <laughs> but it's amazing how y'all were open to the concept. You know, I think that that's one thing, too, where people like people get on this road. And if it doesn't jive with what they thought life was going to look like, they're not willing to take risks. But it seems like I was like, hey, we got something that could work. What were some of the people at the gym saying when they would taste the donut like what kind of reactions were you guys getting oh man instant their eyes pop up like oh especially when you first say it's a protein gluten-free donut like what, what? like donuts that's that doesn't you know go well with doesn't go well with a donut so once they try and they realize you know you can tell when they start shaking their head when they first start taking that bite of that donut it's like oh it's pretty good <laughs> and so since that's when you know we got them at that point it's like okay yeah like, okay yeah, we good can do this. yeah 
Yeah. I, also, a lot of reaction we got was for those who were uh, who suffer from celiac disease or gluten intolerant. Hmm. A lot of them just haven't had a donut in years or since their diagnosis. And for them, it was huge. It was really eye opening for us to see that there are people who just can't have donuts or traditional sweets. Hmm. So to know that we're actually helping people out and making an uh, impact in their lives, it was it was huge for yeah, us. Yeah, you forget about the health components mm-hmm. where, and, mm-hmm. and I'm kind of spoiled because I eat donuts. Like I said, every every Saturday, but for people who who are unable to consume those to now have this healthy option. I mean, that's a whole new world for them. They haven't been able to really have donuts. Where's the company now? They talk about sort of what are some milestones? When did you know, okay, you started testing these in some gyms and some fitness groups. All right. People kind of like this. When did you know, okay, this is gonna, it has a chance to really take off. Like talk about some of those early, early wins. Um, I feel like when we started doing the the pitches for a global student entrepreneurship uh, association, so we I did a pitch for them, and um, I feel like we got a, a lot of good feedback and a lot of good networking hmm. with with the judges as well as people who were at the event, and um, a lot of people always say, hey, how can I help you guys? Like, hit, take my contact. Uh, I would love to see you know see you guys further, and you know this aspect, that aspect. I was like. At that point, we kind of talked to each other like, hey, man, I don't think people would actually, you know, come up to us and you know, try to, like, offer, you know, a helping hand if they didn't think this was, you know, serious. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so at that point, we're like, we got something here. And we just started at that point, we went back. And although we didn't win the pitch competition, at that point, it kind of put us into another gear. Hmm. It was like, yeah, we got to take this, take this serious and take this to the next step and continue to, like, network and contact people and try to get more clientele, more gyms, more of this. You know, everything was, you know, times two. We hmm. worked this hard, let's do it, you know, times two. So even though you didn't win the pitch competition, you still saw it as a success because you were getting all of this intel from people where they're like, hey, I want to help you with this, or hey, I like this aspect, or hey, you may want to think about changing this. So you saw that that was a win, even though you lost the competition. Exactly, essentially, just because... I feel like criticism. A lot of people like are scared of criticism. It kind of like hinders you, or like people are just like, "Oh man, I'm not. It's not gonna work. Let me do something else." But to me, the fact that someone's giving me criticism it means that, not that they care, but it feels like, "Hey, they kind of want to like." That's advice that you should take and and change it. You know, yeah. who's who's to say like you can't be successful? So you just take what people say and use that and try to you know fine tune was it whether it's like your goals or you know anything endeavors you're trying to you know pursuit through life let me push back on that because most people take it personally mm-hmm. how do you keep from taking like even though they're talking about a donut it's a donut y'all have spent a lot of time and effort right trying to get to a place where you really think that it could it could take off and when you hear some of that early criticism in the early stages how do you not take that personally uh, i would like to contribute that I feel like a mean can uh back me up on that just throughout like our my plan days at UT, just dealing with coaches. You know, coaches always say, you know, listen to the message, not the you know, the intent. Or like, hmm. you know, and you're and you're around coaches who are, you know, who give you criticism daily, just throughout you know watching film and you know daily throughout practice. So you learn not to take what people say, you know, to heart. Like hmm. as far as like you don't let it get to your emotions. You know, you just listen to the message and what they're trying to tell you. And essentially, that's what that's how you you know succeed through life. You got to get better at life and. That's what I that's what I took through football and we kinda use that in the business aspect. Yeah. What do you think about that? Yeah, I think for us, um, we just try to take all aspects of the criticism, um, take the positive aspects out of it and just build on it, and know that we are doing some things right and that there are there are things that um 
we can improve on. So we kind of just take the negative from it and look to learn. And I mean, we're still new, we're young. And so we're going to make mistakes. So just accepting failure and just the ability to move past it. So we just try and take all we can and learn from it and just look to improve because we're, I mean, we're going to get another chance. So we're just looking to uh, be a little bit better next time. Just want to underscore something you both talked about is like just taking the failure. Right. Mm -hmm. And listening to the feedback and not making it be about, tone or the way they looked at me or you say hey listen what's the message behind it can this help us okay if so let's write it down let's execute and keep it moving that's something that i think not just for i think people who are grown adults have a problem and that may be for some folks in the tribe that may be what's keeping them from getting to the next level is because they're afraid of one putting themselves in a place to get rejected and then two they're afraid of like negative con you know uh, feedback Right. Where's the, where's the company now? How do you guys feel? Where are you? How many donuts have y'all made today? Have y'all counted them? What kind of flavors we have? Give us kind of a rundown of the company today. So uh, we do have a product development team now, so we're no longer making it. Um, Thank God. <laughs> y'all, y'all energy bills came down. Huh? <laughs> no, I, I, I agree. I agree. So uh, we we now have um, the cinnamon sugar, chocolate chip, and birthday cake. Those are the three best sellers. We have <laughs> peanut butter and vanilla. We're working on a seasonal pumpkin spice, so Uh-oh. for all you ladies out there. <laughs> hey, not just ladies, man. Like, I like me a nice little pumpkin spice latte from hey, Starbucks. Yeah. I like on the regular every day. It's a sad day when I walk in and they've changed it to like the Christmas yeah, stuff, mm-hmm. mint and all that. But yeah, so man, that's not just for the ladies. Anyway, so you're, <laughs> you're working on a little seasonal pumpkin spice. Right. So uh, we have five flavors right now. We're in uh, several retailers. So uh, right now we're mostly a delivery service, but we're looking to add to our list of retailers. So we've been doing a lot of demos, uh, gyms, weight loss clinics, nutrition shops, coffee shops, hmm. hospitals, anything, anywhere where we feel there's a health conscious there, um crowd that's where we're trying to go demo and target so um basically right now our goal is to add three new retailers a month (laughs) so uh we're we're locally owned we're just uh here in austin we're staying local for a while um that's our goal we do plan to expand but for now we just want to establish ourselves here at home and just continue to add to our list of retailers um yeah that's about where we're at right now you know i've asked you tim when you walked on the campus thoughts of playing in the nfl oh yeah of course just, you know, just from playing football since you're six, you know, that's kind of the ultimate ultimate goal for you. You know, you kind of want to always, you know, reach for the top top of the top. So but, how does that whole goal now jive with, like, now you're an entrepreneur. Do you feel like your your worldview has changed? I mean, how does that shape uh, the way you think about the world? I, I wouldn't say it's changed because, you know, I always had that dream of, like, how I want to go to the NFL, but I also always had that dream of, like, you know, you got to have, you know, football is always going gonna to end at some point. <laughs> and my mom was always told me that. My dad always told me that, you know, just different coaches and, you know, people. And I know the statistics, the numbers and that. So I always kind of had a, you know, a backup plan. Like, what are my other interests? What what things I like, like to do, you know, if football wasn't, you know, in the picture? <laughs> so essentially, I kind of always played both sides. You know, I'm going to pursue this dream, but I also know I'm trying to build myself, build my resume for the rest of my life. And so at that point, that's what kind of kept me into both realms. So when I was done with football, it wasn't so much of like, well, dang, what should I do? It's like kind of like, where should I start first? Yeah. So even planning, why, that's that's the one thing. One thing I do is help some some professional athletes who are sort of transitioning back into you know what I call the real world because it's kind of a bubble. So they're getting back, but they've they've only they've been so over leveraged in football 
that they haven't been expanding their networks beyond the locker room. And so now they're like, well, hey, all I know are other football players. and But I really want to learn about venture capital or investment banking or entrepreneurship. So starting that process early with the understanding that the sport's going away, but I want to have to have something that's going to sustain me for the long term. Right. Yeah. Right. All right. Let me ask you guys this. Where can we find you online? Um, because I think one the one really interesting angle to this is that you guys said before, this is a lifestyle brand. Mm-hmm. So although you're starting in this donut world, it seems like you're really creating a brand that's going to change the way that people sort of approach diet and their lifestyles, right? Is that... Is that Exactly. Yeah. 100%. Where can we find you online, social media? So, uh, we the donuts. <laughs> <laughs> We're available <laughs> online at elitedonut.com. Um, we are locally owned, so we only deliver uh, in the Austin area. We are working on shipping and distribution. Uh, our social media handle for Instagram is elite.suites. Facebook and Twitter, you can follow us at The Elite Suites. And uh, for those listening online, we're running a promo code ELITE for $4 off your per- first purchase. So take advantage of that. Say that again so folks know. ELITE, E-L-I-T-E, $4 off your first purchase. Nice, nice, nice. I have a, a final question for both of you. And look, they were so kind. Folks out there can hear the rustling of the paper. I have a cinnamon sugar, a chocolate chip, and a birthday cake. Let's say of all the flavors that you have, you're about to die. Okay. Don't get too sad about this. It's going to happen anyway. You're about to die. You get one last donut to eat. What flavor would you go with? We're going to start with Tim. I'm going with the birthday cake. No doubt. Like you didn't even oh, that's no hesitate. Doubt. I'm going with the birthday cake. I feel like that'd be a, the nice icing on the, uh, icing on the cake of my life. You know? <laughs> you know? All right. I mean. I'm probably gonna have to go with the cinnamon sugar. Ah, uh, now why? I'm, I'm a fan of it. it. It's it's probably one of the sweeter donuts, uh, so it really satisfies your craving for a donut. It, it's the ultimate elite sweet. Nice, nice, nice. Hey guys, thanks for joining the tribe. Really love your story. Uh, looking forward to seeing you guys take off, and uh, congrats on your success. We appreciate, appreciate it. it. Thank you for having us. Thank you for listening to today's show. For show notes and to get goodies to all of the links from the show, visit a tribe called yes.com. That's a tribe called yes.com. And I have one ask for you. If you like the show, give us a rating on iTunes or Stitcher. It would really help us to spread the gospel of the tribe. And finally, special thanks to Samantha Skinner and Jacob Weiss, our co-producers and partners in crime for serving up incredible episodes every single week from the University of Texas. Now go out there this week, slay some dragons, and keep saying yes. Yes.